Good Friday morning. Welcome to the WLBB Community Voice News Talk 1330 FM 106.3 streaming live online at Newstalk1330.com. And this morning, you can see my handsome young guest sitting right in front of me on the News Talk 1330 WLBB Facebook page. His name is Bob Uglum. He's been a city councilman at least four years and maybe eight. You'll have to uh, clarify that for me. Um, this year, he is actually being challenged by uh, a young lady out of Carrollton. Her name is Constance Glenn. I reached out to her and uh, had no response. Maybe uh, other uh, media has uh, been able to reach out to her. But at this point, I don't know her. Never seen her. I called her. So, Constance, if you're watching, please feel free to call me. I think I have one or two days left on the Community Voice program before Election Day. We'd love to have you on. Having said that, Bob Uglin, good morning. Good morning, Colin. Thanks for having me in this morning. Absolutely appreciate you coming out. Um, all right, give me the Bob Oakland story. Is it, has it been eight years? Has it been four years? Four. Four years. Is that it? Man. Yeah. Okay. It's been, well, it's been a uh, it's been a busy four years. Yeah. Well, I and uh, I joked uh, before the show we were talking about um, you know I think you've been here since maybe the earlier mid eighties, but um, and, but your family has been made pretty significant impact in the community since that time. Um, go ahead and start out with us here. You, you lived with Tim, Ted Turner in uh, Montana before you came here, right? That's where I was born. Montana, yeah. And, but uh, you didn't inspire him to go there? Because I think you worked for him in the 80s, didn't you? Well, you're right. I did work for Ted Turner uh, in the late 70s, early 80s as a technical director, button pusher. Yeah. And uh, it was a pretty exciting time to be there, too. And you came here in the early 80s, and then what happened? Well, I never finished college, never got a college degree. And so, gosh, there's this great school right down the street from from me and uh west georgia west georgia college and came out here discovered this restaurant that had been open but was closed at that time called the maple street mansion and uh did a little inquiry and and uh wound up borrowing a bunch of money and here we are today it uh yeah and, and i wasn't here at that point but i understand it was a hopping joint for a good bit. I mean, people have stories about uh, being there. How about some ghost stories, too, from the mansion, right? Yes. Uh, being that it's Halloweenish. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I was never a curious about ghosts or spirits until we got the mansion. And the first person we met was a an older lady getting her hair cut at Johnny Carnes hair salon, which was on the side of the mansion. It was in one room and the restaurant was closed, but Johnny, Johnny was in there cutting hair. And this, this lady came out when I was taking a look at it with Jim and Marlene, my parents. And, uh, she said, hello and asked what we were doing. We told her, and she said, you know, the place is haunted. I said, no. And I, I didn't, you know, think about that a whole lot until later when we had some unusual experiences. And the unusual experiences were uh, fun things to share with people. You know, they'd come in to have a pizza or a prime rib or whatever, and, Bob, you've had any ghost experiences lately? I said, well, you know, as a matter of fact, I have. And, and uh, probably told the same four or five ghost stories 40,000 times, but... So the ghost of the Mandevilles, they were just really proud of the indoor plumbing. So they're coming back and flushing toilets, I heard. Yeah, that's that probably it. All right, Bob, let's get serious. Time right now is uh, 8.33-ish. My name's Colin Worthington. Bob Uglum is seeking re-election for Carrollton's Ward 4 City Council. Do you remember your initial platform when you ran four years ago? And um, 
do you think that you've uh, come close to accomplishing what uh, your mission was, your initiative was to uh, to run? Colin, uh, in in all honesty, my platform was probably something along the lines of "Don't mess it up." Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrollton, to most people, I think is pr- a pretty well-run city and a good place to live. Now, as soon as I took office, there was a lot to learn. There's parts that are not great. You came in at COVID too at the same time. Came in uh, COVID hit about ten weeks after I took office, which was. Uh, yeah, I, I, I look at uh, there. I look at time as BC, before COVID and after COVID, and, and it, it really changed a lot of things. So, in, in the four years, I mean, what uh, what do you think that you have done? What, what do you think that you've been part of that uh, has, has saved it from uh, collapsing? Boy, that's a lot of credit. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm do that much credit, but. Uh, uh, well, we've continued to operate Carrollton uh, uh, financially prudent or uh, uh, keep Carrollton financially sound. Uh, there is the belief that Carrollton does have a lot of money, whether it's you know stored um, in reserves. Um, and I'm not saying that it's a negative thing. I feel like it's you know that Carrollton's in good shape. Carrollton is in good shape. And uh, that's without going up on our millage rate this year. It's, it's with lowering the millage rate and uh, doing everything we can within reason to keep our expenses under control. And, and it's hard, you know, just like, just like everybody that's listening this morning, if you go to the grocery store or you buy a car or you fill up your car, everything costs more. And uh, the same is true at the city. Everything, everything in our operations costs more than it did four years ago. Mm-hmm. Bob Uglum, our guest on this morning's Community Voice Program, uh, Ward 4 City Councilman in the city of Carrollton. I, and I should have asked this early on. The, uh, after the census in 2020, the wards ended up having to shift a little bit. Um, so, you're, so people voting in this election in November, or this week even, some may be voting for Ward 4 for the first time and not know it. They go there and find out, oh, hey, I'm in Ward 4. So what were the additions or the change subtractions from your ward? And, uh, you know, what, what, what the boundaries look like now? Well, <clears throat> I, I, prior to the redrawing, I had one quadrant of the square, uh, the quadrant where uh, Corner Cafe is, one of my favorite places to go for lunch. Now I don't. And uh, my, my Ward 4 uh, lost all that part of Bradley Street. It, it goes up to uh, City Hall and takes a turn there at Austin Avenue. Lost parts of Austin Avenue, though, which I've uh, got some of my favorite voters live there. Lost part of Maple Street, which probably uh, my favorite voter, my mom, lives on. And, but I know... Uh, She's a peach, by the way. Thank you. And the current councilman uh, sees, takes her calls and sees to her needs. Uh, but I, I lost a few areas, and I don't know that I necessarily gained anything. So is there? A, I'm guessing on the city website, they, there must be the wards drawn, right? Yes. So people can go check and see. Yes. So they're not surprised when they go to the polling place. Early voting uh, today is the last day of the first week. Two more weeks of early voting before Election Day, which is November uh, 7th. Have you um, checked out numbers? Were you able to tell 
what the voting turnout's been like for your ward at this point? I, I haven't checked. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, on, a, on that topic, I've had quite a few people call me say, where do you go to vote? Well, right. <laughs> because the uh, elections board, which has been over on College Street for, I don't know, 30 years. And will return there. Yes. Uh, is at the old West Georgia Technical Center building on Noonan Road across from the Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to remind people that and get that out so they don't go yes. out there and then they're frustrated because they can't find it and they decide not to vote. How many... Um, do you know how many people voted for you in your last race? What was the winning number? You know, Colin, I don't remember exactly. I think the total was about 600. The total votes were 600. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was looking for. All right. Time right now is 839. We're going to take our first break and come back with uh, Bob Uglum. He is a city councilman for uh, the city of Villarica, represents Ward 4. This uh, year he is being challenged by Constance Glenn. City, Am city I wrong? Of, city, oh, of Carrollton. city of Carrollton. Yeah. I love Villarica, but no, I'm, I'm city of Carrollton. Yes, sir. I apologize for that. We'll take our first break right now. Community Voice brought to you by Tanner Health System and Oak Mountain Academy. Oak Mountain Academy is an innovative school of academic excellence celebrating a 61-year legacy. I'm Patrick Uran, head of school, inviting you to join us for our annual fall festival. On Friday, October 27th at 3.30 p.m., join us at the OMA gym for food, fun, and fellowship. Costume, games, raffles, and competitions are just a few of our fall festival exciting activities. For more information, visit us at oakmountain.us. Discover your journey at OMA. Prepare, explore, and achieve. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. Eight forty. Welcome back to the WLBB Community Voice News Talk thirteen thirty FM one hundred six point three. Streaming live on the News Talk thirteen thirty WLBB Facebook page this morning. My name is Colin Worthington, and representing Ward Four for the City of Carrollton is Bob Uglum. He uh, seeks re-election, being challenged uh, this year by uh, Constance Glenn. Again, Constance, if you're watching, please contact us. You can uh, send me an email at cworthington at newstalk thirteen thirty dot com. Would love to have you on the program. Um. Why does it seem that violent crimes are on the upswing in Carrollton? I mean, to me, I feel like I'm seeing that, and I'm seeing the brazenness of uh, criminal activity as well, the, the uh, alleged criminals. Um, is Obviously, I think this would be a concern for anybody, but uh, why, why, why do we, what can we attribute that to? Mm-hmm. Colin, I'm not an expert with the numbers on that. Uh, I think the general consensus is Carrollton's a pretty safe place to live. Um uh, uh, I know about the recent crime thing that happened near the university, and I, I don't really know a lot of the details from other than what I heard on the radio and read, read in the newspaper that uh, mm-hmm. it was people that came out here from Atlanta to uh, do illegal things, maybe. and uh, Allegedly. Allegedly, thank mm-hmm. you. And uh, uh, But, you know, uh, Unfortunately, uh, crime is part of our society these days, and not everybody always does the right thing. And and uh, I, I, I'm thankful we have a great 
Police Department in Carrollton, Georgia. And that was, yeah, that the issue was solved pretty darn quick. I mean, the officers yeah. did uh, were able to uh, resolve that and make yeah. several arrests. Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, how important a uh, police force is to our town. Uh, imagine living here without it mm-hmm. and or with a uh, less skilled police force you know our, our police force is fully staffed and we've we've uh, made I think significant improvements in their uh, in how we we pay our policemen over the last few years I, that I'm, I'm proud of and they're all getting real buff too they you are see some of those guys I mean because they have a nice facility right next door yes and, um, but yeah like Chad Taylor gosh Vein popping out of his neck. Okay. Hey, what, what uh, conversations or um, I guess initiatives have you started in your four years as a councilman? Like maybe something that um, you know that you brought to the table that day and said, "Hey, we need to talk about this. We need to look about look into this." I think. Well, ones that we've made some <clears throat> progress on, I feel, are Maple Street. Uh, although you can't see anything yet, we have had lengthy discussions about how to and what we'd like to see on Maple Street. Uh, the tools that, that we have been given with the passage of the TAD, the Tax Allocation District, uh, is, is, is important. That's something that, that costs the taxpayers nothing out of the taxpayers' pockets but gives the city money not immediately. It'll take a little time for it to start to be seen, but but uh, it gives us the potential to do some things that we couldn't in the past. The only piece of property we the city owns on Maple Street is Oil Park, and Oil Park has been I don't know forgotten or put on the back burner for a have long time. Have you seen anybody time. use it? I mean, it's right, you know, it's close to the college. I mean, it could be a nice place to share a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. Do you see people using that park at all? Not really. Mm-hmm. And, Does uh, it have a, a tennis courts on there? It's got an old tennis court. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, it's got a big softball field on the backside on South Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And that's really about it. So an improvement, you think, making that more attractive? Is part of that uh, that plan? I hope so. Well, it is. Yeah. Um, how important is it to hurry up and fix Main Street now that UWG is a Division One um, uh, um, athletics Division One athletics? Um, you know, start getting some national exposure uh, and a lot of attention. Is it? Uh, do you guys see uh, you pushing the gas down and, and making things happen quicker since that designation? Well. I, you know, I hope so. The, the The first time I met Dr. Kelly was in uh, I don't know, maybe late spring, early summer of 2020, and uh, he wanted to talk with us about Maple Street then, and this is right after he'd come to town, and, and I don't blame him. Maple Street has just sort of decayed, you know, a slow, uh, just slowly decayed and, I think and other uh, places just you know 
I mean, like the square. There's been focus on the square uh, as long as I've been here, and then maybe right. other places are right. more attractive at some point to build. So then, when one person builds, another one wants to build beside it to right. take advantage of that business. Yeah, and, and well, on the square in uh, mm-hmm. South Park, uh, a lot of a lot of these businesses go by car count. And uh, so, you know, if you're putting in a new chain restaurant, you look at how many cars drive by your location every day. And, and uh, gee, we think we want to be on South Park because, you know, 50,000 cars a day go by there versus Maple Street where 20,000 cars go. What's the latest on Whataburger? People were flipping out online, weren't they, when they found out that that's uh, Boy, they potentially did, they? coming here? Yeah. And a lot of restaurant consultants. They either love it or <laughs> they want to share their opinions. But, uh, yeah, Whataburger is big news. Uh, I, I've never been to one, but I noticed I noticed uh, with interest or curiosity how, how big a story it was when one opened in Noonan. Yeah. And uh, so when I heard tales of one coming to Carrollton, I uh, uh, thought i'd share it i'm glad you filled them in on the rest of the story and the um you, know, you think about how when chipotle came here two years ago how yes. that was i mean that was packed for you know a good two months uh, you know with lines going out to the road so perhaps could see something similar at whataburger for a little bit as uh, everybody checks that out um <clears throat> talking with mayor betty Cason on the show um about two weeks ago when she was a guest talking to her about the charter and then it gives her the option to vote on items but mandates her to vote during a tie um, she doesn't always vote on uh, things that are presented, and, and she was saying that it seems like we're in accordance, like we, we agree most of the time, so she doesn't feel that's necessary. But do you think that she should cast a vote in everything that's brought before um, in order for uh, constituents to get a better idea where her head is? I mean, and if something messes up, you know, two years down the road and you're looking at council voter for this and it messed up, but the mayor didn't vote so she wouldn't get any um, maybe accolades or uh, uh, you know the, the negative feedback if something does mess up later. You think it's important for her to vote every uh, on every matter? I haven't given it a lot of thought. I'm sorry. That's it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time right now is eight forty-eight. Bob Oglem, our guest on this morning's Community Voice Program. We'll take our uh, second break and come back and continue our, uh, our our show here with Bob. Again, Bob is Carrollton City Councilman. Carrollton City Councilman represents Ward 4. This year he's being challenged by Constance Glenn. Today is the final day of early voting for the first week. We've got two more weeks of early voting. And uh, when you're in the city of Carrollton, the early voting takes place at um, – actually for everybody for the, the next week, too. Take Early voting in Carrollton – or Carroll County takes place at the – uh, former WGTC building across from the, the sheriff's office. And then the week before Election Day, that uh, last week of October, first week of November, you can cast ballots in Villarica at uh, Lowell Park. Lowell, yeah, I think it's called Lowell Park. Community Voice is brought to you by Tanner Health System and Oak Mountain Academy. The Entrepreneur Scholar Journey at Oak Mountain Academy is designed to provide students with a clearly defined curriculum-based track to acquire essential knowledge and skills for success in business and leadership. Critical areas include identifying entrepreneurial characteristics, selecting a value position, and business model development. I'm Patrick Uran, head of school, inviting you to journey with us on the mountain. For more information, visit us at oakmountain.us. Discover your journey at OMA. Prepare, explore, and achieve. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. 
At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. Eight five zero Friday morning. Welcome back to the WLBB Community Voice. My name is Colin Worthington. My guest this morning, Bob Uglum, Carrollton City Councilman, representing uh, Ward Four. He is being challenged by Constance Glenn this year. Um, her name will be on the ballot uh, along with Bob's in uh, Ward Four. Uh, if you don't know if you live in Ward Four or not, we do encourage you to check out the uh, CarrolltonGA.com.org website. Type in the city of Carrollton, and you'll find that uh, website and find out exactly what uh, what ward you're uh, living in. Uh, time right now, eight fifty one. Say last month, uh, Carrollton City Council uh, did have to decide on a, a rezoning um, for a potential um, uh, maybe 300-unit apartment and a commercial building that they're kind of turning it into a multi-use facility, and it's going to be off the bypass on 161, uh, on 161, 166, 166. Yeah, off the bypass there, and it's it's, that, it's, it's part of that. Big uh, bottle land across from Cedar Street, where Cedar Street turns into the bypass. Right. Um, you uh, you voted in favor of that uh, that project. Why? I did. Well, it, it ended up being a tie, right? So, but but then Betty Casey did cast that vote to break that tie. Why did you vote in favor of it? Uh, I just I thought the project was exciting. Uh, Three hundred nice apartments and the potential to bring in commercial it's a good location that uh, probably has the least impact on neighbors as possible and uh, fairly easy access to the roads without causing a big traffic problem and and, and there's there's a lot of folks that uh, would like to see some more nice have more nice choices for places to eat uh for one thing and i don't know what other kind of retail would go in there but uh, they kind of dangled a couple of potential do restaurants do you want to tell us what was dangled well uh I, I, no but i <laughs> i think there's there's common knowledge of two or th- at least a couple of prominent restaurant chains that would like to come to town and uh so they teases with those potentially going in there and uh that's a, a huge project i, I want I, I don't remember the number off the top of my head but i want to say a 70 million dollar project it's it's big it could i mean it could be a significant change to the city yeah. i would think i mean a oh shift. Yeah. yeah and a big shift too well and it might you're right it might do something to kind of spur growth on that side of town uh, first tuesday mall and in that area bankhead but uh you know we get we get uh, quite a few comments. People say, I do not want any apartments in Carrollton. Then I get, on the other hand, I get uh, uh, school administrators say, you know, we need places for teachers to live. Police department says we need place for police to live. You know, people that... You know, no, we got to think about that. Yeah, I don't always think about that. We need places for the officers to live and, right. and bring them in recruiting. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about the growth, potential growth in Carrollton, Villarica has been talking about, you know, potentially significant growth for quite a while. Um, as a, a Carrollton City Council person, would you feel comfortable lobbying a Villarica councilman to uh, vote a certain way? Like if you saw something that happening that uh, could affect 
Carrollton in a certain way uh, that you see as possibly negative. And, again, I ask that because Villarica right now is talking about I – mean, they, they have talked about, uh, you know, housing units coming down 61, coming down the Villarica-Carrollton bypass, which will have some growth. And that could – you know, people living there could tend to go to Carrollton for, for their needs. Would you feel comfortable talking to another municipality about, hey, maybe you don't want to do that because it could hurt us? Oh, I'd, I'd feel fine with talking with them about it. Uh, uh, there's a, it, most of these things are complicated enough to where you know, you'd want to have a discussion, not go give them a lecture. But, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, yeah, I've got a couple friends in, in Villarica, and, and uh, uh, I always enjoy talking with them. And staying outside of Carrollton city limits, um, either last year or I think it was last year, um, Carrollton, and this is, this is documented, Carrollton city did tell a developer who was, li- who was wanting to develop something outside the city limits that you could provide, uh, was it water or wastewater for them? And then it was changed. So there was another letter sent to them saying, no, we can't do that now. Um, there's been a lawsuit. And since then, Carrollton seems like they came out ahead after that lawsuit was uh, settled. Right. It feels that way um, to me. Do you, does city council have a say in who you will provide water to outside of city limits? Or yes. is that mostly city manager? So was that brought forth, voted, or? Well, I, you know, again, I don't really know all the particulars there, Colin. That, that, that was handled by our ex-city manager. But I think there was a, my interpretation of it was there was a miscommunication between our city engineer and the developer of that property that you're talking about. And I'm glad you asked me this because uh, uh, I was out campaigning the other day and a constituent asked me about this. So there, there's there's still some under misunderstanding. But uh, in the question of, uh, to our city engineer of, could you hook up to our, uh, the city's water lines? He said, well, I think you could but what he didn't include in the sentence or the reply was it would need to be approved by the mayor and the council. So uh, I believe somebody went and bought the property and started progress and making progress on it, and, and uh, that's where it wound up. Well, what would be your standards then to uh, allow to, to provide that water? Because, you know, Villa Rick is having a big conversation about water right now, and they have big concerns, um, you know, and other cities do. What would be your standards to uh, allow somebody to tap into uh uh, Carrollton's finest water in the state. These are sewer lines. Sewer lines, yeah. Sewer lines that were run uh, almost 20 years ago for a proposed, Kroger. to my understanding, a proposed Kroger out in front of Midway Church. That I, I'm not real sure why Carrollton was running water lines that far out at that time, but but uh, since then the city's adopted a policy of we will look at commercial uh establishments and even then uh you know we don't have to add them on to there my, my big question is uh you know there's there's some kind of commercial developments that are going to have a negative impact on our environment and there's others that are pretty low impact so you know if they're low impact i'm probably all for it mm-hmm. even if they're out of city limits I mean, but there, there is a benefit for Carrollton to do that, right? Financial benefit. Some. Yeah. We got about two minutes left in the show. Let's let's ask the uh, you know what's why are you running again, Bob Uglum? Why do you seek four more years on uh, Carrollton City Council? 
Well, in the four years that I've been on it, we've laid the groundwork, I hope, to make some big progress on Maple Street. And I would like to see some of that come to fruition. Uh, I feel like uh, city taxpayers may benefit from having another conservative person on the on the uh, city council that uh, watches to the best of his ability how your tax dollars are being spent and uh, it's it's a lot of moving pieces so uh, I promise that that I'll do my best with that and I'm excited about Maple Street and uh, other things there's so so much growth going on in Ward 4 right now the Birches is a huge project and that whole Maple Street Commons uh, in the next couple of years is going to look a lot different we got a roundabout coming in at the end of the bypass uh, big new uh, housing development right there at the end of the bypass there's, there's some exciting things about to pop Bob Uglum is uh, Ward 4 City Councilman, City of Carrollton, our guest on this morning's Community Voice Program. If you want um, to ask him some questions after a lot of people listen to the show and watch this show later on in the day, so uh, feel free to post a question there for him, and maybe Bob will take a look at it and answer them. Uh, stay dry out there today and a homecoming weekend at uh, EWG this weekend, so do expect some traffic in the area, and uh, go out and enjoy yourself. Have a great weekend, everybody. national headlines and the local stories you care about WLBB